Yeah, let's just sit in silence for a bit. That seems about the right way to start a podcast, right? What's up, kids? How are you doing today? I am tired, as you can probably tell from my demeanor, uh, disheveled look, and the fact that my hair is now up to a uh, Mac 10 of fluff. I mean, that's if you're watching the visual representation of this. Just gonna check that I'm recording, because I've become paranoid recently that I've not been recording. Last week we missed a podcast, and that's mainly due to my job, uh, which I won't go into here. But essentially it meant that there was no podcast guest last week, just because I simply couldn't arrange it. That's, you know, sadly these things happen. Hopefully next week I'll have another guest back. And with a view to the rest of the year, uh, October, 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 inventing months, October, no December time, <laughs> we uh, hopefully should be getting back onto, getting back onto track. And then in December we'll take the usual usual hiatus because December I feel like should be a time of rest. It's there's a lot goes on in December and arranging stuff around is is a little bit madness. Um, which, you know, we, we, everybody's got a little bit of madness in December. I think December likens itself more to madness and there's a lot of seasons changes going on. Um I've speaking of which winter is here and thank God winter is here. Thank you know, whoever control controls these seasons, my oh, Yes, winter is here. Summer was killing me. Literally killing me. Um, the heat was just too much. Way too much. It was, it was sapping the soul out of me every single time. I had a fan on constantly, practically constantly. Um, I work nights, so sleeping during the day in this heat. Like, the light doesn't particularly bother me. I've gotten used to that over the years. But the heat, oh dear God. It was like being a hot pocket, or, or like a what is it? A pop tart. It was like being a hot pocket or a pop tart or a ginster's pasty. You slap it in the microwave, you pull it out, and it's just steaming and kind of clammy. <laughs> everybody was clammy. There was a residual clamminess to everybody during the heat, um, and when we were getting to a point where extinction may may have been pure possible, which brings me to the the title post of today: the dinosaurs still exist. Um, and I don't want to get your hopes up. I mean, we're not talking in a Jurassic Park sense here, of course not. We, since when do I talk about legitimate things? <laughs> this isn't an architect, architects, no, archaeologist podcast. This is, this, if anything, this is a, a philosophy podcast. Um, it's a concept podcast. It, it's me chatting crap for for half an hour, um, which you, I think everybody needs. I think that that's that's why we started the podcast. But the, the, this phrase came into my head recently: um, that dinosaurs still exist, uh, and I, I thought we we should explore it for for thirty minutes or so to to kind of really broach what I'm talking about. If you have looked at the tags on this podcast, you may have some idea where I am approaching with this idea, and you may have some idea of uh, of where we're going with this concept. If you have not, this is going to be a little bit of a roller coaster for you. So, recently I was reading the news, um, and ironically it is Pride today in Lincoln. Um, I, live in, I live in Lincoln, and it, it is the Pride Festival today. Um, 
but I was reading the news. Uh, I say ironically, I haven't even explained what I'm on about, and I said ironically. So you're already getting a fun idea of a roundabout way of how to discuss things from this. Didn't ever come to this, never come to this podcast with expecting direct conversation. I save that for my real life when I have real problems and things to deal with. That's that's when we're direct and that's when we, we can point out issues and, and deal with them and get them resolved. Now, on this, we're, we're going to talk around the subject for a good half an hour before we just get to like some weird placation of what's actually going on. Anyway, to the point. Um, so I was reading the news and there's this whole conversation again of you know, millennials and boomers. Now, I have... Neither problem with either of these generations. Quite simply, because I recognise that there is a generational divide between them, as there have been for every single generation which has occurred prior to them. That's what the difference is between generations. You grow up with different sensibilities, different technology, different world economic events. Sure, there's some repetition. I mean, we're going through essentially what was going on in the 70s. But there is differences. Things change. Things evolve. And describing each other in this this kind of forced segregation, I don't think helps things. I think it, it ignores the fact that people can be individual. And, and ignores the fact that people can change. Because it's, if when you do this and you, you classify everyone in the same category... What's the point? You know, the, the nothing's resolved. You just you're instantly saying, you know, oh, that person. Okay, so we got two people. This person likes cheese, and and this person likes carrots. And you you start this this debate of oh well, no, cheese is better than carrots, and carrots better than cheese. And then all of a sudden, you're saying that neither of them will ever appreciate the other side, when in reality, both of them are quite nice. For different reasons, they're very different products. And essentially some people will come around, some people won't. Some people will never adjust to carrots. Some people will never adjust to cheese. And that is what I'm here to discuss. We got there in the end. We got there in the end. So this idea that dinosaurs exist. I got thinking about the dinosaurs. Because why not? And I got thinking about how people react to different situations. And, and with the dinosaurs, they had the whole world. They had everything. You know, they were the, the dominant species on the planet. And there was a cataclysmic action which basically eradicated them. And, and only small dinosaurs survived uh, and, and evolved and, and became what we know today as reptiles and, and all the other ma- manifestations of things. I, I don't pretend to be a biologist, by the way, so I'm just I'm spitballing GCSE education here. <laughs> and in a way... That was the right thing for the time, because everything which came after the dinosaurs was very different. There was a lot of similar genetic makeup, but the wants and needs of the world which existed after the dinosaurs was very different to what existed within the dinosaurs. There's a lot of, you know, there's nothing in terms of technology and, and, and the climate we have today. Dinosaurs were very fitted to their climate. And in a way, the same can be said for the economic and political climate of our modern era. That's right. Got into the philosophy core of this. Just, you know, walked us into it. Except with ours, you know, there is no cataclysmic action 
to remove the previous dinosaurs. So we got discussing uh, recently with some colleagues, you know, the, the downfall of businesses in the last few years. People get really upset. You know, Woolworths closed, CNA closed, and, and recently Toys R Us went into liquidation. And people became very upset about it. But what it completely ignores when they get upset is the fact that these are just businesses. That's all they are. If they, And if businesses can't adapt to a new business model and can't feed consumer demand and provide a service which is suitable for the customer, then that business, in a way, doesn't deserve to exist. And I know that sounds harsh, but that's the reality of it. That's the whole point of having a business. If you're providing a product which nobody wants, then why would you provide that product? Unless you're comfortable with making a loss on it, which obviously major conglomerates, which have been around for a while, aren't. So you see where I'm getting with this. So in a way, like capitalism is 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 self-destructive in its own own sense, but at the same time, it's self-maintaining because it provides consumer income and, and feeds advertising and all those kinds of things. But that's that's one example within that climate. So when you get large businesses like this, which kind of persist and persist, and they 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 really run off these old business models, and then eventually they they fall. In a way, the same can be said for people. So, as I, say, as I mentioned earlier, as I said, ironically, going along with this podcast, it is Pride today. So, Pride is a uh, is a large event within Lincoln, which celebrates the LGBT... I'm terrible with acronyms, so apologies if I get this wrong. LGBT community. And, as such, represents a huge shift in values, especially from when I was you know, younger, because these, these praises... Well, I think... I'm fairly certain they existed where they usually existed in places like London, Brighton, larger cities. But the fact that they've spread out to smaller cities is one of those massive changes for a lot of people. And it's one which a lot of people, you know, don't know how to react to. It's 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 a change in, in value and it's, it's, it's change in societal conditioning. You know, a lot of people take societal norms, but what is normal? That's, that's a whole other conversation. So, for a lot of people, it, it represents change, and change is obviously hard. You know, people enjoy comfort, they enjoy being in their safe zone, and when you, you try and remove them from their safe zone, they become very uncomfortable and often become very defensive, and that's something which I think anyone can relate to, is if you have something you enjoy and something you, you do, and you think that that's right, and you think that that's, that's the way to be, as soon as someone confronts you on it, that's, that's that can be an upsetting situation. So for things like societal attitudes and and monetary attitudes and, and, and cultural attitudes to try and adjust that is a is a much bigger challenge so you need events like pride to highlight this challenge to go yes this is this is us challenging you we're doing it with celebration we are welcome to come to this celebration and then a lot of inclusivity is 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 needed essentially but there's always going to be those people who who don't want to change and who don't want to adjust and for my generation that i mean a lot of people get really frustrated with this and you see a lot of it especially on twitter oh, twitter is twitter is awful i'm just gonna say it twitter is awful um i've i've started using it slightly more but every single time i go onto it i just regret 
going on to Twitter. Because essentially just people just screaming into nothing. Ironic, I know. The show's called Yelling at Concrete. But it's not even... Like, I mean, I, I feel like I explain what I'm doing. It's just me explaining why I'm better than Twitter. I feel like I'm explaining what I'm doing. I'm not just going on, on, on Twitter to make dumb blanket statements which are essentially just designed to get a rise out of people and draw attention to myself because that's that's it seems to be the point of twitter and and yeah i don't know but you see this attitude a lot on twitter if people will find a topic and then they'll just shout about it they will shout about this disgruntlement and it's because they don't know how to balance it and it comes from both sides it comes from people who who are against movements of any certain any any type coming and going oh no this is wrong blah 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 here's the four reasons why and you know blah, blah. And, and that just gets collapsed and, and raised again and again and again and it just pisses more people off and then it comes from the other side of just people making dumb blanket statements over it'll be you know this is wrong and this, this is why the baby boom is to blame this is clearly better and it's exactly the same it's it's different opinions but it's exactly the same rhetoric it's 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 just pounding nothing. It's it's like stone on stone. Essentially, just the two just wear themselves out, and you're left with nothing but dust. That's it, that's what it comes down to. And and I'd apologise to anyone who who does do this, but I have no sympathy for no one who can offer solutions, and 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 no one who can. Who can work their way to change? It's, it's all well and good having opinions and passions, and and supporting those things. But to just keep argue, just keep flouting rhetoric, just doesn't solve anything. And 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 I'm personally likes to solve things. That's that's just my nature, and that's that's my that's how I handle my my world. But this idea of dinosaurs, again, you know, reading the news and. A lot of the old world, old money, old values still exist. And we, we see this a lot within the news because the news makes a good job of, of exacerbating it, essentially, and bringing it to the forefront of attention as though it's the whole world's opinion. Because news is biased, regardless of whether we want it to be or not. And... I think, in a way, that's something which we just we eventually just have to accept. You know, there's there's things to be said for making large dramatic gestures to fight things, and these are important things to 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 have and, and fight. And, and if you feel passionate about something, to run and, and try and do something about. But especially for from my generation, the we, I think we accepted a long time ago that. Essentially, we don't have to fight you forever. And to get as morbid as that sounds, because we'll just eventually outlive you. You know, if if you're if you're a person who feels that they can't change culturally, culturally, and a person who a business which you know can't can't change how they run to support the new environment, then we'll just. We'll keep doing what we're doing, and eventually you won't exist. That's that's the kind of the truth of the matter. You know, it's the same with the businesses. So, you've got large businesses going out of business. Um, 
and really small businesses thriving. Well, okay, well, that's that's just the situation you're in. The small business will continue to thrive. They're not going to change just because the large business went out of business. Same business alive, business, business, business. Instead, the large business will die, and the small business will then probably grow. And then in 20 years or so, we'll see that collapse if it can't adjust to the changing environment and needs of a society. That's how how things change and, and evolve and progress is made. And the same can be said for attitudes in exactly the same way. You know, if you, if you if you're someone who has an open attitude to society and you're looking for progression, just keep doing what you're doing because essentially the people with attitudes which differ from you, if their their way of, of thinking and their their way of living is non sustainable anymore within the society which you're you're changing, then eventually they'll just die out. I mean obviously protect people along the way and fight for things where you see it changing and, and, and see seeing people being you know mistreat. But sometimes you, you you just have to accept that you you can outlive things. You can in a way it comes back to what I discussed in the previous podcast part of it is patience and sadly at the moment dinosaurs still exist That's, they will always they will exist in one capacity or another I'm sure 20 years from now when I'm when I'm 50 or so <laughs> this conversation will still be ongoing but it'll be going from different sides it'll be going from, from two completely different arguments or arguments which have evolved from the ones which we're having today of and there'll still be people who are held on to the firm beliefs of our current society, which may have changed by then. You know, it's, it's like musical taste. Things things adapt, evolve, and change to society. They go with trends. You hope for a permanence to the, the changes for the better, but sometimes that doesn't doesn't last, and that's why persistence is key. So I guess my, my, my if I have an end point to this, is is discussing perhaps how to deal with the dinosaurs of today. You know, what do you do if you are you are faced with a scaly, multiple teethed being, uh, teeth toothed being, um, who poses, I guess, a predatory threat to yourself? My advice is just stand your ground. In a sense, stand your ground because they can't see you. They're too busy screaming. They're too busy on Twitter shouting, you know, yelling to be heard. And regardless of whether we want to accept it, there is pockets of this within every movement. Pockets of this in in in, in conservatism, within Labour, within you know, gender politics. There there is there's always going to be a dinosaur. There's always going to be someone who. Who can't move past what they see and therefore can't evolve with the change. And you can try as much as you want to try and change them, but some people won't. And that's a little sad, I think. It's a little sad that you can't can't help them. Same with businesses. It's a little sad when they, they close and you've known them for a while, but at the same time you you you're witnessing them fail. You know, leave someone long enough, 
They kind of dig their own grave. That's you know, everyone's got a shovel. It just depends how quickly you you're shoveling. In a sense, I don't know. Maybe none of this makes sense. Don't run away, though. Never run away. Dinosaurs are big and they're threatening, and they dominate the ecosystem. But they do die. Dictators die. That's one of those things to remember. Kings and queens die. Monarchy isn't forever. Dictators die. Dinosaurs pass on. Smaller species tend to survive because they adapt. So you just got to do that. And it's a sad fact that dinosaurs still exist in today's society. But in a way, it's one of those inevitabilities. All you can do is just keep trying to persist through it. But let me know what you think. Let me know if you think that's an apt metaphor for for how things are going. And uh, we'll maybe come back to this when I'm a little less tired. Until then, keep finding the dinosaurs. And I'll talk to you guys later.